Good afternoon. I am Pastor Antonio Eubanks of Heath Ministries, where we believe in using the Word of God to heal, empower, and teach so that you may be properly equipped to help establish the kingdom of God and its principles in your families, communities, and world. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, we invite you to attend our Sunday service for a life-impacting experience. Please visit our website at heatministries.org for more information. We would love to hear from you. But for now, we pray that you enjoy this message. God bless. First Kings 18. You know we talk about kings, then that must mean I'm speaking to some kings. Amen. Where the kings and queens in the house? Ain't no kings and queens in the house. I was talking from your book, First King, chapter 18, verse 41. You got a story, wanna hear? Here you go. First King 18, 41. It says, and Elijah said to Ahab, go up and eat and drink, for there's a sound of the rushing of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and drink, and Elijah went up to the top of the Mount Carmel, and he bowed himself down on the earth, and he put his face between his knees, and he said to his servant, go up now, look toward the sea. And when he went up, he looked and said, there's nothing. And he said, go again. Seven times. See, some of y'all need to get that right there. Go again. See, some of y'all ain't win enough. You, you, you give up after that first time. But, but I'm here to tell you, go again. Go again. And then verse 44 says, And the seventh time he said, Behold, a little cloud like a man's hand is rising from the sea. And he said, Go up, say to Ahab, Prepare your chariot and go down, lest the rain stop you. And in a little while, while the heavens grew black with wind, clouds and wind, and there was a great rain, and Ahab rolled and went to Jezreel. And in verse 46 it says, And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah, and he gathered up his garment and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. Amen. Amen. What am I talking about right here? With the spiritual acceleration of God. The spiritual acceleration of God. See, we have right here Ahab and, and, and Elijah's talking to Ahab in the quick background. Elijah's already done a lot of great moves with God. He's, he's called down fire and rain from heaven. He's, he destroyed the, the old prophets of, of Baal and, and, and Jezebel and Ahab and all those. And, and now he's talking and, he, and he's declared a famine over the land. It, it has not rained in three years in this land. How many know for some of us like that, it feels like a drop in our life, like it hadn't, like it hadn't rained, like we hadn't had what God is, has, has said he was going to do for us. We pray about it. We fast about it. We read the Bible. But for some reason, it, it, it seems like a drought. It seems like what God promised it, it isn't really going to come to pass. We, we pray about our healing, but, but we hurt more. We, we pray about our finances, but we get broken. We pray about our relationships coming together, but they, they break up. Part even more, and it seems like we're in a drought. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm the only one that feel like that sometimes. Because see, 2015, you know, it had its ups and downs, amen? And so I'm ready to kind of kick that thing on up out of here because, because you know, it bought some good, but, but it bought some bad. And then even if not in your life, we can even look at the social, the society. You know, it's a lot of people that's got hashtags in front of their names that ain't here no more. So we got to understand that, that this year hadn't really been good to a lot of people. Amen. And we cry out and it's like, why is there a drought? Why is there a drought going on? But see, we got to be like Elijah. It says in verse 42, uh, uh, he told Ahab, get, get up and eat and drink. Get up and eat and drink. And see, I think that down the revelation is, is that he was telling, he was telling Ahab that you got to prepare yourself with some sustenance. You got to put something in you. And he said, eat and drink. And see, I would like to think that he was, he was foreshadowing the communion with Christ. He was saying, you need to go and eat some of that word. You need to drink up the cup of the word so that you can have something in you. Because when you're about to go, when things are about to happen in this realm, you're going to need something to carry you over. Because how many know that New Year's don't always bring good things? Uh, you got to always be prepared. Amen. I'm not saying that, that, that we're not speaking the blessings over your life, but, but we got to always be ready. You got to always keep your head on a swivel. You got to eat and drink. And then it says Elijah went up to the top of Mount Carmel. He went up to the top of Mount Carmel and, and he bowed himself down on the earth and put his face between his knees. But, but, but backing up before that, he said to go up and eat and drink. Why? He said because there's a sound of the rushing of rain. See, that, that's important right there because you got to understand that, that what you hear might not be what somebody else is hearing. What you experience might not be what somebody else is experiencing. You see, Elijah said, I hear the, the sound of the rushing of the rain. You see, that means the drops hadn't even fell yet. See, what, what am I saying right now? Some of y'all gonna have to have enough faith coming into this new year that you gonna hear the rain before the drops show up. That you gonna understand that the rain is about to come because of what you heard. What does the word of God say? Faith come by what? Hearing. Help me preach it. And the hearing what? The word of God. See, Elijah had done, had done spoke to God. He had done heard from God. He saw what God did. So he had it in his spirit. If God did it before, he'll do it again. So what has God done for you this year in 2015? Did he keep you when you should have died? Did he keep you in the house when you should have been put out? Did he keep you on the job when you should have been fired? Did he keep you in health when you should have been sick? What did he do for you this year? Because he can do it again. But see, you got to be like Elijah. You got to turn your ear to hear. And it says he got in a position. See, some of us are out of position. We got to get in the right position. See, I always like to say that, that, that there's kind of like tuning in to the radio station. I know some of the young folks don't understand it because we got the, the electronic stuff. You just hit the numbers and it's down. But back in the old days, you had to turn a little dial and lift an antenna. You had to get things in the right position. But see, what that means is just because just because you're not receiving what's being broadcast don't mean the broadcast ain't going out. The radio station is broadcasting right now. We're just not tuned in. 
but you got to get in the right position. And it says Elijah went to Mount Carmel. See, that's a position change. That means you got to go higher. You got to elevate your thought. You got to elevate your purpose. You got to elevate your destiny. You got to get up out of that loader boss situation. You rolling around here crawling with these, these uh, chickens and, and buzzers when God is saying, come up with the eagles so you can get the right position in your life. Yes. And then it says he got down and he bowed and he put his knees between his, put his head between his knees. That was a position of birth. Because that's how women gave birth back in the day a lot of times. And they would squat to, to get the baby out. He got in a birth position. And he put his head between his knees. And I had to believe he was like, I'm blocking out all distractions. All I want to hear is what God's got to say. I don't care what mama say. I don't care what grandma say. I don't care what, what they said and them and all the other folks and the haters and all that. I don't care what nobody say. I just want to put my head down and bow to God so I can hear what God has to say. I can't be distracted by what's going on around me because they said it's going to be this way. They said it's going to be like that. Them over there, they over there, cousin them, Junebug them, all of them. You need to get them out your life and get in the right position. And it says he got down and he, and he heard. He heard the rain and, and he heard the rain before it even came. Some of y'all need to hear before it even come. See, we kingdom kids. How many kingdom kids I got in the house? See, the world, the world got to do what? The world got to see in order to believe. The world got to, so I'm saying it because y'all ain't listening. The world got to see in order to believe. Okay, y'all didn't get that. The world got to see in order to believe. Meaning that when I show you this cup of sweetest fish, then you, you believe that it's there. Amen. All right. But kingdom kids, we got to believe in order to see. I'm going to come over here because somebody going to get this and they going to get it and go home with it. Kingdom kids got to believe in order to see. See, kingdom kids, you show them this empty cup, but because they know who they are and whose they are, they say, oh, it's full of sweetest fish. Because, see, I serve a God that is Jehovah Jireh, the provider. He said that he will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. So even though I see this empty cup, I know that there's a God that can fill it up. And not only will he fill it, but he'll make it overflow. So now you get a little and you get a little. All because I believe. Y'all get down, y'all get home. Y'all ain't wanting it. I'm trying to give you something to go into the new year with. And it says that he told his, this is probably where some of y'all stuck at right here. It says in verse 43, he told his servant, go up now and look toward the sea. And, and he went up and looked. See, now he did it in obedience. Obedience is so key. But then he came back, he said, he, he, he wasn't a full kingdom kid. He said, I don't see nothing. Elijah, why, why, you, why you sending me out there? I don't see nothing. Elijah said, go again. Go again. How many know he wasn't sending him? 
He wasn't sending him to not see nothing. He was trying to expand what he could see in his mind. He was trying to expand. And see, sometimes God will try to send you to do things, and he's saying, you know what? I need you to expand. You keep looking at the empty cup, but I'm not. The, the cup is only there so that you will know that you can't do it on your own. The cup is only empty so you will know that mama them can't feel it. Brother them can't feel it. Pastor can't feel it. The cup is empty because I'm the only one that can feel it for you. He says, go look. He said, go again. Now I can imagine like someone, we go, we go, like, man, I don't see nothing. Go again. Go back second. Man, bro, I don't, I don't see nothing. Third time. Look here now. I ain't going back again. Then he go. Frustration kick in. He said, go again. Now by the fifth time, Man, man, you know all kind of words coming. He ain't really say, man, it's crazy. Keep making me go back. Now you got friends with him. See, be careful who you who you be around. See, man, yeah, I don't see nothing. Either. Do you see something? He keep making me go back. I don't see nothing. Every time I go back, he tell me, go again, go again, go again. But see, what the, the, the thing is, is we got to have that spirit of endurance. We got to have that spirit of patience. We want everything to be a microwave. But see, here it is. You didn't mess your life up in, in, in one day. So how you think it's going to get fixed in one day? It don't work that way. You think that, I mean, it, 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 took, you, it took you over five years to gain. 20 pounds, but now you want to take a pill and lose it overnight. It don't work that way. It, you know, you, you lay down with him for six months, and now you want to get up and all them soul tie instantly be gone. It don't work that way. You got to be delivered from them things. You got to be set free from them things. You got to be cut away from them things. God ain't no microwave. He a crock pot. Amen? He gonna take his time. But he always what? On time. Help me with this thing. I'm almost finished already. Got a few more minutes. Here we go. He says, go again. Go again. And then he says he went seven times. Then on that seventh time. Seven in the Bible. For some of y'all Bible scholars out there is the number of completion. See, some of us won't give what God has for us because we just won't complete nothing. We start everything, but won't finish nothing. How, how, how much stuff have you started this year, but you didn't finish? Okay. Y'all looked at me bad. Why did this sweat off my head? Make me sweat up here. I'm just saying, how much did you start and didn't finish? And I ain't even talking about, hit, hit, hit the worst part. You, you started in your head. You started it in your head. It, meaning it, it was a dream. But see, dreams instantly become nightmares because you never manifest them. And that thing is going to show up on you every day. Why ain't you done me yet? Why ain't you did it yet? And now it begins to torment you because you ain't fulfilling what you were supposed to do. God is saying now it's time for you to finish what you started. It's time to go to completion. I don't care how many times you got to go. You keep going. Go past what you think is time to stop. Go one more. It's just like when people are lifting weights and, and they working out and you're trying to hit your max way and then and, and struggling with it and then and the man and trainer saying push one more time push one more time you got to do it one more time but see that pain kick in and you remember the last time that it, that it hurt and that you couldn't get it up off of you but God is saying now now is the time now is the time to push get into the position and push push that ministry push that book push that business push that new job push leaving that no good man alone push Push, push. Yes. 
Because then he says, behold, a little cloud like a man's hand is rising from the sea. A little cloud like a man's hand. How many know that was the hand of God? The hand of God is rising up saying, you know what? I got this. I got this. Because you believe in what I can do. I got this. I got this. Just like he told Moses when they was about to go into the promised land. He said, these, he said, these Egyptians that you see, you will see no more. And see, I'm telling some of y'all, the stuff that you've been going with, going through this year, you won't see no more. When you get in the right position and you put your eyes on the hand of God, the hand of God is powerful. The hand of God, why is it powerful? Because it's connected to him. But see, we can't only seek the hand, we got to seek the face. See, the hand only lets you know that he's there. But see, we get we get so focused on the hand, meaning we get focused on the gimme, gimme, gimme. And we, we sit down with God and we call it praying, but it ain't nothing but a Christmas list. And God, can you give me this? And God, can you give me that? God, why I didn't get this? God, why they got that before? I did. See, that ain't praying. That's called complaining. And God is not trying to bless that. What you got to do is you got to just say, God, I see your hand, so that let me know your face is near. So God, show me your face. Because when I see your face, then that can be some intimacy. Then that can be, see, see Elijah was in a, in a birth position. Why? Because he was impregnated with something. They don't get in the wrong past. They saying men can get pregnant. I don't believe in that Bruce Jenner stuff. Amen? But what I'm saying is, he was impregnated with vision. He was impregnated with purpose. He was impregnated with destiny because he had met God face to face. And when you meet God face to face, you can't keep coming before God and remain the same. There has to be something that shifts. But see, a lot of us come before God and we just change. But see, change ain't good because change change back. And change ain't change till it's changed. You got to transform. You gotta transform. So I can take this piece of paper and rip it, and it's done changed. But all I gotta do is put some little tape. See, some of y'all be taping back them old raggedy relationships. Y'all be taping back all that stuff. And see, it ain't really changed. You just got old ripped up raggedy relationship. Everybody see the tape on it, but you. Everybody see how broke it is, but you. But God is saying tonight, it's time to rip that thing. It's time to transform that thing. If I had a cigarette lighter, you can set this thing on fire. It's gonna transform. God says it's time now to set the fire God upon your life so they can transform. See, chameleons change. They go from color to color. But see, when a caterpillar lay down and he get in that cocoon, he come out as a butterfly. It's a transformation. He can't go back to crawling on the ground no more. He can't go back to rolling around in the dirt no more. Because why? He got wings on that's going to let him fly. God says it's time now to transform to get your wings so that you can fly. I'm almost finished. Good. This is good. Yes, it is. And then he says, he go to the last part right here. Told y'all I was almost finished. Uh -huh. I hope you're getting it. Because yeah. it's just coming as it go. I ain't, I'm, I'm getting it for myself. Amen. Because yeah. this ain't in my nose. I ain't even looking at my nose. Amen. He says right here in verse 43, 44, last 40, 45, you see the hand come up. He says, go go up and say to Ahab, prepare your chariot and go down, lest the rain stop you. He told Ahab, he said, man, you better, you better get off and up here because it's getting ready to rain. When the rain comes, you ain't going to be able to move. <laughs> see, see he, he was telling him, get, you better get yourself in position. Yes, 
Cause see, you, you need to get down there where it's raining at. See, some of us see rain and other people like meaning there's abundance and overflow. But he's telling Ahab, which is, who was a king, he wasn't a good king, but he was a king nonetheless. He said, boy, you better get yourself in position. Cause if you keep staying up here, you're gonna get stuck. And see, that's what God is saying. See, some of us, we stuck. We're we going into 2016, but some of us stuck in 1978. Because of, of what they did to you back then. Yeah. What they said to you back then. What you couldn't get through back then. It's over. Let it go. Trust me. It, they, it, they, they don't forget about it. That's right. They go on about their business. It's one thing to dress like you in 1978. It's another thing to think like you in 1978. One you can easily come out of. The other one is like bondage. He said, go get, go get in the right position. Lest the rain going to stop you, you better get in the right position. Then in verse 45, he says, in a little while the heavens grew black with clouds and winds. And that was a great rain. That was a great rain. Great rain. Great rain. See, God is saying whatever's been a drought in your life, he's about to unleash in this new year a great rain. Because the year we come into is a year of manifestation. Why am I saying that? Because you look at 2016, and in thing in numerology, you break it down to the, to the single number. You got a 2, a 0, a 1, and a 6. 2 plus 0 is 2. Amen? Keep up with the math. Then you add that 1, that gives you what? 3. You add that six, you get a what? Nine. Nine, Nine in, in, in the biblical is the number of manifestation. Meaning that everything that you was trying to manifest can be manifested this year coming. But now here go to, here go to one. Some of y'all gonna need to pray them uproot prayers. Cause some of you been planting seeds that you don't wanna see the fruit of. You don't want to see the fruit of it. You don't want to harvest everything. So you need to pray tonight like, God, I only want the good fruit. I only want the good fruit. I only want the good fruit. Uproot anything that is not like you. Take off out the ground so that it does not come to harvest in my life. Cut off all weeds. Cut off all thorns and thistles. Cut off all things that are not benefiting my life. Because the great rain is coming. And it says right here, Ahab rolled and went to Jezreel. And here go the last part right here that I love. And I'm finishing right here. It says, and the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. The hand of the Lord was on Elijah. See, he spent some time with God. It says the hand of the Lord, that same hand that came up out the sea, end up coming upon him. How many know that means that the Holy Spirit fell down upon him? It gave him power. It gave him strength. How much so? So much so that it says right there in the scripture that, that he got to he, he got to, to Israel before Ahab did. Ahab was riding with horses and chariots. This man was on his own two feet. He got to the destination before Ahab. What are you saying, Pastor? What I'm saying is God can take what is naturally yours and put his super with it, and now you can do supernatural things. That means that, that, that Elijah, he ran past horses and chariots. See, a horse and chariot represent the things that man rely on, the comforts of creatures of life. 
and the things, the luxuries of life that we rely on that keep us comfortable. But see, what God is telling you this year, he said what you want is not going to be in your comfort zone. What you want is going to cause you to stretch a little bit. What you want is going to cause you to go past what you think you can do. It's going to go past your natural ability. And then it says, the hand of the Lord was on Elijah, and he gathered up his garments. See, some, some, that means you're gathering up some things. Tie up loose ends. Make amends. Get forgiveness. Don't leave nothing unturned. Get, get things together. In other words, set your house in order. Set your house in order. Thank you, Jesus. But be careful in what you're gathering up, cause see again it says he ran, he ran and and, and, and he went faster. But see what happens is some things that we gather up might slow us down. So you gotta do an inventory. You gotta do an inventory. I know that I was looking at Saturday Night Live one night and then the guy was talking about that that we um you gotta do an inventory of your mind. You gotta do an inventory of your mind. And I know we're right there at the minute, so this is the last thing I'm finishing with. The bottom line is this, that we gotta realize that an open heaven is coming in 2016, and that, that, that your pace is gonna pick up with such an anointed supernatural acceleration that you're gonna meet your destiny like never before. God is calling you out of your dry places. God is calling you into something new. God is calling you into something greater. God is calling you into something miraculous. God is saying, now is the time. Now is the time. Now is the time. If you didn't get it before, go again. If you didn't get it then, go again. If you didn't get it before, go again. Go again. Get into the right position. Kneel down. Understand who you are. Understand who you are in Christ. Understand who you are in God. Understand who you are. We are almost there. It's 11.59. Now we at 12. Happy New Year to everybody in the house. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Now right on time, cause I'm finished. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to the hospitality. Happy New Year. Don't take this for granted. There's plenty of people that want to be in your position right now. That they are not on this side of eternity. They didn't get to make it into this new year. They didn't get to see what you're about to see. Don't let your ancestors' blood be in vain. Don't let the people that went before you be in vain. This is a new year, a new time, a new day, a new dawn, a new destiny. And I speak the spirit of God upon your life. I prophesy right now that the things that you have prayed about will become manifest in your life. I declare today that the things that have troubled you will trouble you no longer. I declare today that what you have not been able to put together will now come together. I declare today that you will have new thoughts, new ideas, new revelations, new connections, new friends, new relationships that are of God, from God, by God, because of God, with God, and for God. In the name of Jesus. 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 When the new comes, 
The old has passed away. Amen. Amen. I'm going to get off my death before I keep on going. Because I don't feel it now. Amen. Amen.